Mark with Immigration Consciousness, and I'm very excited to have two people on today that I actually have only known for a short time, uh, but getting to know them uh, has been really, really a, a pleasure. Uh, two people that I work with as a member of the Aurora Immigrant and F Refugee Commission, if I can speak. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to introduce uh, Kevin Vargas and Julie Rasalam. And I hope I said your name right, Julie. But thanks for being on. Uh, I'm grateful to all that you're doing uh, and have been doing with the immigrant community uh, here in Aurora and throughout Colorado, really. So welcome. Thank, thank you, Mark, for having us. Appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself uh, before we get into talking a little bit more about the commission? Uh, Julie, you want to tell us a little bit about your background and, and what you've been doing? Sure, absolutely. So my name is Julie Rasalam. You did a great job pronouncing that, Mark, very well. Thank you. And So I've been with the commission since 2018, and it was actually newly founded in 2017. And so we've only just begun this work. And our, our purpose is to not only advocate for the immigrant and refugee community, I think I'm getting ahead of myself, let me back up. Uh, me specifically, I moved to Aurora in, uh, in 2017. And I'm originally from Maryland and it's a very diverse area right around DC. I grew up in a, uh, a very, very diverse population, a lot of folks from El Salvador, a lot of folks um, from all over, really. And so I grew to love just having that melting pot around me. And so I was drawn to Aurora when I moved out to Colorado. And I lived in Fort Collins for two years once first moving here, and uh, that was not exactly diverse. And so I was happy to move to an area that reflected the cultural values that I was looking for and that I hope to one day raise a family in as well. I work for the University of Colorado at the Center for Bioethics and Humanities. And my role here is to foster research that uh, advocates for uh, bioethics in terms of like making sure that patients' voices are heard, making sure that the refugee experience is understood. We do something called the Holocaust Remembrance Program every every year, and we basically advocate for those who have been marginalized throughout history through our art events and our, our cultural events. And so in our research, we hope to reflect that as well. And, and I'll actually be getting my PhD in the fall here at the University of Colorado in health yeah. services research. And I hope to better understand the relationship of immigrant refugees and healthcare and how we can improve that. Wow, that's impressive. I uh, I didn't realize all those things that you've been doing. That's awesome. So yeah, I, guess, I don't know if I told you guys about the PhD yet, but yeah. Wow, and it's, and it's in bioethics. What's it? What's, um, so my PhD will be in health policy and health services research. Okay. But uh, I work for the Center for Bioethics and Humanities. Bioethics and Humanities, fantastic. And Kevin, also welcome on here. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, yeah, thank you for having me. My uh, my resume is not as elite as Julie's. 
Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're all on a journey together, right? We are. We are. Um, different way, different paths. Now, um, yeah, yeah. My, my, a little bit about my, myself. Well, thank you for having me, Mark and Julius. It's great to always be here with you. Um, I was born and raised here, literally in the same house that you. This is a sacred place for me. Um, just because I've always been here in the city of Aurora and in the same place for 26 years. So now you know my age and um, it's just, it it comes very dear to my heart, Um, very important. My parents decided to migrate back in 1994 from Mexico City. Um, And so my parents have a history here as well, decided to choose this city to become the city that will give me an American dream and a way to pursue higher education and a better life as we as most immigrants and refugees want to pursue um, and accomplish and so um, yeah I've been here for 26 years Um, I'm also working uh, for Congressman Jason Crow Um, I handle his immigration portfolio in the district um, and that's been a pleasure to work with and now here being the chair of the commission um, has also been a great pleasure because not only I never knew I never knew that I would actually be here in this city and actually get to serve my city at the same time, right? And so that's kind of an unexpected journey that I've truly loved and, and, and how that looks like. Um, I've always, my, my dad's a pastor, and so he's always had a long history of just serving people. Um, and so I grew up in, in that shadow, um, and, and I've always loved it. I've never once regret or doubted or... Um, question my dad's leadership um, in the community and how he raised us to look at the community of the people that actually need help. Um, And so I went to the University of Denver. I graduated out of the University of Denver. I was first generation, so it was a big deal for our family. Um, But, you know, over time, you start to see the hurts um, and damages that actually happen in the immigrant refugee community. Um, and not just that, but for us, it hit personal. And so we, we feel the effects of, of what federal, state, and local um, legislation actually take effect in your family. And so um, one of the reasons why I decided to um, you know, join a commission, work for a politician, or even just serve the community was just like, man, my family is just getting hurt and, and something needs to change. And, and change can't happen if we're not being if we're not there, you know, if, if the representation is not there. Um, and so that kind of inspired me and motivated me to actually pursue these different um, areas and titles and, and community service and et cetera. Um, and so that's a little bit about me and, and why I love the city so much. And, and I'm sure Julie shares the same. I'm actually curious why Julie, how Julie transitioned from Maryland to Aurora though. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, that, I mean, that's a crazy dynamic, but um, I'm sure Julie has, grown a love for this city as well um absolutely we we truly enjoy serving our communities and we've seen that in the last three years as we've been in this commission already wow well thank you and you two represent you know really what aurora is about it's about diversity uh being the most diverse city from what i understand in colorado and um I actually graduated high school my last two years in Aurora, and at that time it was not, this would have been 1978, it was not that diverse at that time. And so Aurora has really uh, changed and 
we're here to to serve the, the, all the people here, uh, all of us. And now you joined the commission in, in what year, Kevin? 2000? Uh, yeah, 2018 as well. Okay. Uh, the class of 2018. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Julie and I have been, we've, we've been together uh, neck and neck to, since day one, and it's been a pleasure serving with her. Um, and, I, and I feel like we have done change in our community, but I also feel like there's still so much more to, to accomplish, um, especially with, mm-hmm. you know, the pandemic hitting last year and, and kind of pause on things. I feel like now we're going to be able to actually do some major changes in, this, in the city as hopefully serving the community more and more. Absolutely. And one of the basic core values of the uh, of the Refugee Commission or AIRC or AIRC, however you want to say it, is to advocate and empower the people in the community. And I think that's really a prime prime goal of what we do and everything we do is we're advocating for those people. Um, that's that's really overall what our mission is, whether it's providing housing, right? Providing uh, business support, that type of thing, and education, so. Right. Brent, and I think that we spent the first few years not only trying to hit the ground running, but really trying to listen and understand what the people of Aurora needed instead of just assuming what that might be. And so out of those efforts came Aurora's integration plan, which we worked with the the Office of Immigrant and International Affairs to create, which is a 10-year plan to uh, focus on, I think, 12 different goals, if I have that right, that are broad ranging, everything from, from, like you said, from small business to health, to public health, to sports. Uh, There are many things that these communities value that we want to make sure are not only heard and understood, but they're addressed. And we, the whole reason this commission was even started is that we saw a gap. We saw that the growing immigrant and refugee community was not being heard or listened to. And they needed a way to communicate with city council and also the rest of Aurora for them to understand, for Aurora to understand, these are folks that are here to stay and they are a valuable part of this community. And we need to find the best way to welcome them and integrate them so that we can all flourish. Absolutely. And I was going to say, I mean, that's a great point. I think that um, I, I love to use this favorite line of mine, 156 languages. You know, and that, that's a lot to how diverse this city is. Um, I want people to understand, too, immigrant and refugee commissions is not in every city of the United States of America. There's only there's only 10, 12 cities who have this type of commission. And so it speaks a lot to how how much diversity and how much how much immigrants and refugees are the backbone to the city, right? And like they produce jobs and restaurants and, you know, our, our kids are going to schools and, you know, we have businesses running from different types of areas and levels and industries um, that really make up the majority of what the city of Aurora really is. And, and it's just a beautiful thing um, to actually being able to represent these individuals um, and hopefully continue to I tell this every time to people, like, I, I hope that people, 156 languages is not something that we can represent on a daily, but I hope that, I hope that someone, I hope that someone from that community will be able to come to us and utilize our platform so that they can be heard 
and what needs they need as well in this in, in this city because that's that's what it is right like if we if we utilize our platforms and we speak on what's going on with us we're going to be able to actually hear and listen and implement um what's needed in those communities and that's very important for the city absolutely you read my mind that was going to be my comment about the 156 languages and uh that just shows, you know, and I, I didn't realize till I became a member of the commission that Aurora is one of two cities, of my understanding, uh, San Diego and Aurora, that we're like the model for how to handle immigrants and refugees and that type of thing. So that just says a lot about exactly what you're saying and where Aurora is and what Aurora has become when dealing with those. Um, and then... Now, can one of you tell me what, what year it started? I believe it was 2015 that that commission actually started, or 16. It's It hasn't been around for a, a real long time. No, I I want to say it's 16 or 17. Um, we are very young. And it's interesting because we, we are, we know a number of people on the Denver commission. There's an equivalent commission on the Denver side, but they function differently than we do because there's the city of Denver and the county of Denver, and so they're well aligned. Aurora's different because we've got Adams County and Arapahoe County. And so the city and the county level things, the, the resources needed for certain aspects of, of what our communities are asking for, they you might go to different people for those things. Uh, before, the, before we started, Kevin and I were talking about the whole state level and county level and federal level they, like all of the people that are on these levels to get everyone the resources they need. And so there are folks that uh, don't know where where to go or who to contact. And that is much more prevalent when you have all these language barriers. For example, you have all these, all these different things when you bring a refugee into this community that they don't understand the healthcare system. They don't understand the transportation system. If, the very, the very like bare bones transportation system we currently have that's building up, right? There's a lot that is very difficult to just plop someone into this environment. And so one of our, our roles is to help folks get to those resources and to help them be connected with people that they need. But we, we uh, spend a lot of time sort of just understanding our own system in those first few years. And I, I feel like we're in now the toddler stage as far as like we were newborns and just kind of scrambling around trying to figure out like where are these resources? Who do we talk to? What do we do? And now it's more like, okay, now we're walking. We'll eventually start running <laughs> and we're like building up that momentum. That's great. Well, what are some of the, I, I know we don't have a, a super long time, but I know we're planning to work with the Office of uh, Immigrant and International Affairs for the Global Fest in August. That's just one thing that we're looking at and trying to find uh, immigrant businesses and organizations that support that. But what other things, Kevin, are, are, is the commission doing? Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, um, I love our commission so much because honestly, we can brainstorm any kind of idea and we hopefully make it to happen, you know? So whether that's, you know, persuading um, our city council to support some sort of policy or letter um, that actually benefits immigrants and refugees, you know, that's what our commission can do. Um, you know, we can also do, you know, like you mentioned, Global Fest, and we're coming up with projects on how to actually 
um, raise up and you know elevate our small businesses and how can we you know during this pandemic right many businesses were hurt and specifically refugee and immigrant businesses and so how can we as a commission brainstorm to bring more uh, voice and spotlight to these to these businesses to help them support during this pandemic um, is kind of the certain project we're doing um, you know in the past we've done uh, we've recognized leaders and we recognized um, small business owners and entrepreneurs and advocates um, for the work that they do in this city specifically um, because if it wasn't for them we, diversity and culture wouldn't be here in the city of aurora so we want to make sure we highlight them and we and we we support them and and you know push them and and try to give as much um, uh, try to put that much effort to actually give them that spotlight and so um, I feel like in the next couple of months or month or I should say or weeks uh, we should start to see more of our commission um, be involved more with, with the community. I think the beauty about our community, our commission I should say, is it's not just advocates, right? It's not just people from uh, a certain area, but we have commission members from all different types of areas. I mean, we have people who are in the education field, in the medical field. Um, I mean, they're advocates, there's leaders in their own communities, they're mm -hmm. presidents, they are um, working with politicians. I mean, we have a plethora of members who have these uh, uh, experiences and they have these work fields that bring the knowledge to our commission and say, okay, what can we do? Right. What, what, what's the next step to this? And that's the beauty about our commission. And we look forward to bringing up more ideas and making sure that we bring up projects and stuff like that um, to bring awareness in each and every one of these areas, because it's not just one area, right? It's everything's intertwined. And when it comes to immigrants and refugees, it just, everything's intertwined. And we want to make sure that we're hitting every spot. Um, that way everyone, everyone's being represented. That's great. That's great. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, you two have such a passion, you know, for what we're doing and all the members of the commission, including myself, have a, have a background and we have a passion and that's kind of what what fuels our what we're doing. And we try to focus on areas of maybe our background or expertise to help us be more efficient in what we are doing. Um, right. Absolutely. So I started this uh, podcast about a year ago and uh, glad to have you guys on and do whatever we can to share the information because part of it is educating people as well, uh, not just the immigrants, but the community itself. And how can we do that? That's also part of, of our goals for long-term, for long-term change. Yeah, and I was also going to mention too is, um, um, you know, part of our core values is not just for us to do projects and for us to, you know, represent, but it's also to, you know, promote and integrate people, um, is to, to make sure that, hey, if the community is not safe, let us know, because we're, we're going to have, we're going to find a way to make sure the community is safe. We're going to find a way that there is equity. We're going to make sure that um, we are service to the people, right? And these are all of the core values that we have. And I think people get it wrong that our commission is not based on this, the decisions that we make, but it's really based on how people come and speak to us about those things and say, okay, let me let us give you that decision. Like we want to make sure you are represented. And so I encourage folks to come to our commission meetings, um, to contact us, 
um, to utilize us. Um, if you need a platform, use our platform really is what I encourage folks to do. Because we kind of act as a, an advisory board to the city as well as the Office of Immigrant and International Affairs. We That's what we do because we're kind of an, a liaison, so to speak, like you're saying, between the community and those uh, entities. So. For sure, for sure. Absolutely. Right. Is there anything else that, Julie, you look like you wanted to share something? <laughs> well, I was going to just mention the the uniqueness of Aurora because there's not only the large immigrant refugee population, but we also have an ICE detention center here. We also have uh, a very mixed group as far as political values. We've got uh, a lot of things that are in our favor as far as moving policy forward, but we're, we're educating, like you said. We're trying to help people understand what these communities are bringing as far as value to Aurora. And there's a lot that resonates with other cities across the country, but I think there's a lot to be learned as we learn and and communicate in, in this current political climate. Absolutely, absolutely. And of course, like Kevin mentioned earlier, the, the COVID has not really stopped us, but maybe slowed us down a hair it made us reevaluate a little bit of how we how we go about things but um right we we are a voice for those who may not receive the benefits and that's you know that's one of the things that people that are immigrants and refugees they don't always receive benefits that people are, that are maybe that are from here may receive during this covid for example so there's so many different like kevin was saying a myriad of a plethora of things going on that um, have affected everything that we're, that we're doing. So, but uh, any any final comments? Any any other thing we'd love to uh, hear from all of you out there that are listening and and we're trying to promote this commission as 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 uh, Julie said, we're in our infancy still and we're our toddler stage so <laughs> right. we probably are could even uh you know we're always looking for people to, to support us and organizations even to work with that want to uh, help because we have some resources uh that are available through the city that sometimes we might be able to help so uh, yeah. i was going to say um you know people can definitely follow our facebook page for example um i think mm -hmm. you know i encourage folks to um not fully dive yourself in, but just stay connected, right? Just stay connected on what our office is doing, what our commission's doing. Um, we work hand in hand and uh, making sure that you folks, you know, contact us and, and let us know what, what actually is going on. And I think that's a that's a huge thing. They can, our Facebook page is the City of Aurora Office of International and Immigrant Affairs on Facebook <laughs> and make sure you follow that. You know, there's, I tell this all the time. There's a lot of great resources out there that people just don't take advantage of. Um, you know, throughout throughout the pandemic, the city was giving away, you know, 1K of money for for folks that are undocumented, and they were giving away, um, you know, funding to, to to struggling families and housing. And so, like, all this is because we're working together and making sure that folks can actually obtain this information. Uh, right now, they're do right now. Um, the 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 office is promoting 
uh, free citizenship classes and like, or sorry, free um, English classes, I should say, ESL classes. Um, and what better way to have free classes like that, right? Like if, if someone is actually struggling or doesn't have the financial income to do it or doesn't have time to do it, you know, all this is virtual or in person. And so like, these are great resources to obtain. So make sure to follow us, make sure to contact us, make sure to just stay connected as much as possible to obtain these information and these resources that people can actually utilize in the city. And again, that's the Office of Immigrant and International Affairs. Yeah. That is okay. for the city of Aurora. Mm -hmm. Yep, on our Facebook page. Yes. Yep. So, well, I am so happy to have both of you on today, Julian and Kevin, and uh, I look forward to working with you more in the future here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much. All right. You're welcome. You have a great day.